Welcome queen to the body love binge with me Victoria. Although we're all unique, honestly I'm no different to you. I'm just a girl who's been through some hard shit, figured out how to thrive and made it her life's mission to help others to do the same. I've beaten anorexia, bulimia, binge eating disorder and I'm a domestic abuse survivor. My intention for this podcast is to empower you with weekly episodes on all things food freedom, body love and of course juicy, yummy self-love so you can embody the healthiest and happiest version of you. Enjoy the episode my love. my beauties welcome to another episode this episode idea came to me out of nowhere so I'm hoping that it's relatable to each and every one of you and I hope that it really helps you all now those that are listening to the podcast I actually am doing a YouTube video as this episode for a few reasons. One, because I've actually had a few people reach out to me recently that have found me on YouTube. And I don't usually do much with my YouTube at all. If I have a video from my previous episodes when I used to purposely do a video, or if I interview somebody, then I put the video on YouTube because why not? I I have it, right? If it can help somebody, then great. And I thought, well, I'm going to start doing video podcasts like I used to do, just so it's an extra channel for someone to find me. So I am going to be looking at the my notes, which is what I usually do when I record a podcast, but you can't usually see me because I'm not on video, because how I like to do things is I like to write it into a blog, which also from a technical standpoint helps Google search words for people to find me. And also it gives me some direction so I'm not sporadically going in different directions because I have so much to talk about as you all know. So without further ado, let me get into the episode. So this one is called How to Stop Feeling Fat. And honestly, if I'd been given a pound for every time I've said the words, I feel so fat, honestly, I'd be a millionaire by now. And I'm sure that you can relate right? And just let me know if you can relate to how many times you think you have said in your lifetime, oh my God, I feel so fat, right? So how do we stop feeling fat? Some may say you could diet, which is basically the word die with a T. And I I see the T standing for the word trauma. So diet is die with a T for trauma. But we all know that dieting doesn't work for 95 to 98% of the population long term. So yes, you could diet and temporarily, but not guaranteed, lose weight. And then you may stop feeling fat. However, what happens when your weight rebounds again and then you, when you've stopped dieting, the weight will come back on? Because it will if you've dieted and you're not in your set point weight. If you're unsure of what set point weight is, I've done an episode on how to find your set point weight so you can find it on my podcast or on my website. There's actually a search bar which is really helpful. You can type in set point weight and it will bring up any episode where I talk about that. So also what happens if you can fit into your smaller clothes yet you still quote feel fat right? This is what this episode is for my love so let's dive in. 
And just FYI, whenever I say the words feeling fat or feel fat throughout this episode, and I say it a lot, I'm doing the air quotes. I'm not going to physically do the air quotes every time because I'll be like doing it a lot. And of course, if you're listening to the podcast, you won't see me doing that anyway. But just know that feeling fat is always going to be in air quotes, right? And this, I'm going to explain why. So the first thing I'd like to explain is fat is not a feeling. So truth bomb, fat isn't actually a feeling. The word fat can be used as a noun, a verb, an adjective, but it is not a feeling. So the question that I like to ask people when they say, I feel fat, is what are you really feeling? Because fat isn't a feeling. And if they're struggling, I show them the emotional wheel. You can get one of these anywhere online. You can actually get them as like a um, poster or like a wall canvas thing, which is actually really helpful and beneficial. In fact, I might get one for my office. I show them the emotional wheel if they're struggling and I wait for their answer. Usually what they're really feeling are emotions such as exposed, fearful, anxious, embarrassed, ashamed, worthless. It's not fat on our bodies in a vacuum that causes us to feel ashamed, embarrassed, not good enough, etc. It's what we've been conditioned to make fat mean. Fat cells don't grow with shame cells attached to them. Society adds those for us through conditioning. And if you were born and raised on a desert island with no media or no concept of the patriarchal society that we currently live in, you wouldn't even be aware of the words body image. This is because you would see your body for what it truly is, a place to live and experience life through. You wouldn't objectify it. You would simply embody it and live in your body. And if you look at young children, they don't have any issues with gender or race or different body types until they learn to be concerned through parenting and the world around them who are modeling it to them to be concerned about these things or to notice like uh, children in larger bodies and things like that. And this is all well and good. Right, I can maybe hear your thoughts like, okay, Victoria, this is all well and good, but you know that I'm a realist and we do live in a fat phobic society and we have been conditioned to believe that thin is good and fat is bad, but knowledge can help us understand why we are so scared of fatness and it can help us understand why we spend most of our lives in fear of what others may think of us. But even when we know why we're constantly seeking diet after diet for the answer to the ultimate happiness, it's like chasing that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I'm not sure about you, but I've never found the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. And yes, when I was a child, my dad did take me to try and find the end of the, rain the rainbow. And of course, in society, the, that ultimate pot of gold is thinness. Knowing this doesn't magically change anything, or does it? You tell me. Understanding why, why we're so fearful of fatness, it can help to start, it can help for us to start to shift our perception of what we make fat mean. When we understand that society makes thinness the ultimate goal, 
because it's unattainable for most, so they get a shitload of money from people chasing thinness, it certainly helps to shift from a feeling of helplessness and self-blame to anger and frustration. And anger is higher up the vibrational scale than helplessness, meaning that anger is a more empowering feeling. Put in another way, you're less of a victim to diet culture when you actually understand like where it's all come from, why we think and feel this way, and why it's actually a load of BS. A great question that you can ask yourself is, who is profiting off my insecurity? I guarantee that if fatness was hard to attain, then it would be celebrated and people would do everything they could to be fatter. In fact, fatness was considered beautiful and I have a link on my website to the article that I'm referring to. At least For at least 400 years, fat was celebrated. Between the 1500s and 1900s, any visual bones in women were totally banished from the idealized feminine nude. And check this, in, in, in a Jamaican study in 1993, so not that long ago, Jamaica found that plump bodies are considered the healthiest and most attractive among rural Jamaicans. Fat is associated with fertility, kindness, happiness, vitality, and social harmony. Some Jamaican girls even buy pills designed to increase their appetite and help them gain weight. And honestly, I could share so much about we're all about why we're all scared of fatness and how our fears are created purposely in order for us to keep spending money and keep trying to lose weight. But this episode is about how to stop feeling fat, not why we fear fatness. So I will continue. The words emotional pain I want to talk about first because now we know that fat isn't actually a feeling we can start to look at what we really mean when we say the words, I feel fat. Feeling fat is emotionally painful. As I mentioned previously, what we're really feeling is ashamed, embarrassment, frustration, and not enoughness, or at least similar feelings to those. And those feelings are uncomfortable to feel. We don't want to feel them, right? I invite my clients to say out loud, what they're really feeling when they notice that they feel fat. So when the feeling is expressed out loud, you're automatically acknowledging how you feel. Then you can make space for that feeling and you can feel it. And I know we don't want to feel uncomfortable feelings. It's completely counterintuitive, but this is where the magic lies. So instead of shoving it down and planning your next diet in an attempt to feel better, Practice noticing how you really feel and then speak to yourself as you would speak to an innocent child. Be kind and be loving, be there for yourself through this difficult feeling. Ask yourself, what do you need in this moment to feel comforted? You may want to, or it might be a case of not wanting to. What may happen when you first start doing this work is your usual thought spiral will take over and then An example of my previous thought cycle would be something like, I feel fat, ugh, I'm so disgusting, why did I let myself get like this, I'm such a failure, I need to do better, I've let myself go, 
etc. right? Instead, I want you to notice when your thoughts start spiraling and then stop yourself with love. Reassure yourself that it's normal and it's okay to feel this way and it's not your fault. Even though doing that won't suddenly make you feel fantastic, it won't suddenly make you love your fat, it's much more beneficial way to go about this because you won't get carried away with your usual self-hate and self-talk cycle. It will give you the opportunity to reframe your unkind thoughts into more kind and helpful ones. And this will make you feel better. So an example of a self-dialogue of how to feel and then to reframe goes something like this. I feel fat. Oh wait, fat isn't actually a feeling. What am I really feeling? I feel heaviness in my physical body and I feel shame about the way I look. That's okay, sweetheart. It's okay to feel this way. Why do I feel this way? Because of what fat represents in society. Who is profiting off me feeling this way? Diet culture. Oh yeah. I'm going to sit with myself and feel these shameful feelings. I can feel it in my tummy. It feels like I've just been kicked in the stomach. And I can also feel it in my throat like a burning sensation. And it hurts. It's okay. I've got you. I feel sad. That's okay. What can you say to yourself that will help? My body doesn't need to look a certain way. My body looks like this and that's okay. I'm grateful for having a healthy and an able body. I'm looking forward to meeting my friend at the cinema shortly and it's more important to be fun and to be present than, and to have a good time instead of worrying about what my body looks like. And in all honesty, my friend doesn't care what size I am. And what if I didn't care either? That's a good question, sweetheart. What if your body wasn't a progress? What if your body wasn't a work in progress? What if your body wasn't a project? What if your body is just how she is? And what if that is okay? I love you. So that was one of my old dialogues. The next thing I want to move on to is the physical feeling of, quote, feeling fat. As you can see from the above dialogue that I just went through, feeling fat can indeed be a physical sensation as well as an emotional feeling. It's common to feel full, bloated, heavy, heavy, lethargic, inflexible and stiff and just uncomfortable in your physical body alongside the difficult emotional feelings. My legs rub together in the summer because I've always had big legs and now the body that I'm in today and this is my set point weight, my legs rub together and in the summer they they chaff and it really used to trigger me into the constant inner dialogue on repeat of, oh my God, I'm so fat, I need to lose weight. And if you notice yourself saying, I feel fat, when what you really mean is, I actually feel bloated or I feel full, for example, then I would love you to call yourself out on that with love, of course, because language is so powerful. There's a reason that we say to somebody, oh, how do you spell that? That is because words are spells. And if you're constantly telling yourself that you feel fat, 
then your unconscious mind will find evidence in your everyday life to prove to you that you are indeed fat because we attract what we believe about ourselves. When you feel physically fat, there are numerous things that you can do to alleviate the sensations such as spray deodorant in between your legs to stop the chaffing. No shit, this works far better than the actual chaffing cream and in all honesty, the chaffing cream that I've got makes it worse. I don't get the chaff, but it makes my legs stick together even more. So I end up walking like, basically, like I've had sex with someone that's really hurt me. <laughs> that was a shit example to use. But basically, I end up walking like with my hips and my legs spread. So as to my legs don't touch together because the chaffing cream basically makes it so much worse right? That's one thing you can do. Another thing you can do if you feel physically fat is to wear loose clothes that you feel comfortable in. You don't, if you only have fat clothes, and I've been there, I'm sure you, if you're listening or watching this, you have those clothes that you label your fat clothes, which you don't particularly like because of all the reasons why when you're wearing those clothes, you feel all the difficult, shameful feelings about your body and all of that. If you only have your fat clothes that are loose and comfortable, this is your permission slip and I invite you to go and buy yourself some fashionable clothes that look good on you. Take a friend with you, otherwise you'll end up berating yourself and coming home with nothing and treat yourself to some fashionable, loose, comfortable fitting clothes because that can be really helpful. There's nothing worse when you feel fat. Again, it's not actually a feeling, but in terms of the language that you're using, there's nothing worse when you feel fat and then you're wearing tight clothes. It's just no, it's just, it doesn't feel good at all. The, set, the third thing, because the first one was spray deodorant in between your legs instead of instead of having chaffing cream, if that's a problem for you. Number two is wear loose, wear loose fitting clothing that you actually like. Number three is to buy bigger knickers. Trust me on this one. Nobody is going to feel great when their undies are cutting into them. I actually still buy a size bigger than I am now because... It just feels more comfortable for me, even though I don't really have days where I quite feel fat. Of course, I have body image kind of just go up and down. But the majority of the time, I love my body anyway, unconditionally. So it doesn't affect me in any way, shape or form like it used to. But especially when I'm just due on my period or I've just started my period, which is right now. I actually wear, if in the YouTube video you can see, this like loose fitting like silky dress and it, it doesn't it ties quite high under here so it actually feels very comfortable to wear so I'm taking care of my bloated feeling and I don't want anything clinging to me because I don't feel right so I'm wearing loose clothing and wearing bigger knickers absolutely helps I don't know about you no matter what kind of style of pants I wear this is TMI but it's just part of who I am my bum literally eats everything. So even if they're not thongs, they end up as thongs. So I may as well just buy thongs. So I only have thongs now. So just just FYI, in case you needed to know that. But in general, buy bigger knickers. You will thank me for it. Okay, let me know. The other one is to cool down, right? If you're hot and sticky and your body is swollen and you feel fat, that's a shit place to be. So go and cool down 
whether that's a cold shower or a change of clothes, whatever it is, just do it, you'll feel better. Another one that will help is to drink some herbal tea, not the shitty detox tea that people sell, not that. I'm talking peppermint, I love licorice and peppermint tea, you can get them together, it tastes so good, or ginger tea, lemon and ginger, as that can really help to alleviate bloating and fullness. Another thing, when you next eat, so when you're next hungry or when you next have your meal, choose something that you know won't bloat you. So for example, if you know that avocado or ice cream bloats you, and avocado sounds like a weird example, but trust me, when I eat avocado, which I don't anymore, I look like I'm like nine months pregnant and I'm in pain. So I obviously have a reaction to that. But if you eat something that you know is going to bloat you, like ice cream, if you're lactose intolerant, for example, and it's not going to feel good in your tummy, choose something else for this time because of the way that you're feeling. Remember, you're quite feeling fat. Choose something that doesn't feel heavy in your tummy. Choose something that doesn't irritate your tummy. And this is so that you feel good, not because it's bad or wrong. Like, for example, I don't love avocado enough to deal with the consequences, but I love ice cream. It doesn't bloat me. But whenever I eat ice cream the very next day, I get like loads of spots all under my chin. You can still see some there because... I still eat ice cream, but I take responsibility for the side effect that will happen to my body when I have the ice cream. So in terms of like feeling heavy and bloated and just ugh in your body, if you want to feel better and you know something bloats you, why would you eat that? It doesn't matter if you do, but if you want to take care of yourself and feel better, then just take responsibility for that, right? And there's two more that I think will help that I want to share with you when you feel physically fat. Do some gentle exercise such as walking or a slow jog or some weightlifting or exercise class or whatever it may be. Whatever helps you to get your endorphins going without it being too strenuous because there's nothing worse than feeling fat and shitty in your body and then like forcing yourself to do a HIIT workout because if you're anything like I used to be, every jiggle of your body is going to piss you off even more. And so I want you to take care of yourself and choose some exercise that will help you, not something that will make you feel worse. And there's two reasons why I've suggested doing some exercise. Number one, the endorphins that get released when you exercise actually lifts your mood and makes you feel better. And number two, if you feel heavy and lethargic and bloated in your body, doing some exercise, like I say, gentle exercise or exercise that you love will help you feel physically better because it will get everything moving. And the last thing that really helped me or helped me when I used to quote feel fat all the time was to take a nap, right? I'm not kidding. Taking a 20 minute nap can work wonders and you'll honestly try this and let me know if you if you hear this. When you go to lie down to have your little cheeky nap in the daytime, you might hear your stomach like gurgling or making growling noises when you're not physically hungry. And this is because your body has finally come out of a stress response. And that could be chronic stress if you're living in um, you know, chronic stress, especially if you're berating your body the whole time and feeling anxious, then you're living in a state of stress. When you lie down to relax and have a nap, your body is finally moving into the rest and digest parasympathetic nervous system state and therefore it actually has time 
and it's actually able to focus on digestion and and um what word am I looking for and to repair anything that needs to be repaired in your body so actually there's a nap can work wonders naps are awesome I love naps okay so the next thing I wanted to move on to and I think this is really important to talk about is feeling full because feeling full and feeling bloated even after eating a quote healthy nourishing meal it can be mentally and emotionally linked to binge eating emotional eating fatness and therefore shame I've experienced this myself and I know that several of my clients have as well when I've brought it to their attention because if think about it when we're dieting we're usually hungry most of the time or at the very least we're only just satisfied our tummies feel flatter and emptier and this is celebrated in the world around us when we binge eat we typically get very full And then we straight away immediately beat ourselves up, we feel frustrated, we feel guilty and we feel shameful. Think about how many times that cycle has happened in your life. It makes sense that you would unconsciously link fullness to shame even though you're not consciously aware of it. Plus the whole flat stomach thing. When we eat, our tummies get full and stick out. I mean, everyone has different um, physical appearance. That's not the word I'm looking for. Everyone is like designed differently. But in general, when we eat, your tummy is going to stick out, right? This is normal. We've just eaten food. It's supposed to happen. We've not eaten air. It's like when you put a pillow inside a pillowcase, you don't get annoyed when the pillowcase is full because you've just put the pillow in there. That was a bit of a random example, but you get the point, right? Yet the exact opposite has modeled, has been modeled to us. A flat tummy equals a life of fucking happiness and sunshine and rainbows. And a bloated tummy equals must do something about it. Either go on a diet, do a detox, go on an, on an elimination diet, look at what's causing it, etc. Obviously, if you feel physical pain, like me with the avocado, I wouldn't advise eating the thing again. But in general, just having food in your tummy causes your tummy to stick out, obviously, because that's what food does when it's in your stomach, right? Yes, you can chew your food more, blah, 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 blah. But in general, flat stomachs and feeling empty is celebrated. And the opposite, which is normal, is not. And I remember when I was anorexic, I wouldn't even drink water because I was petrified of my stomach sticking out even slightly. I was petrified of even drinking water. It's crazy. And getting over this anxiety with feeling full and bloated, it just takes time and and self-compassion because what, what you can do if you do notice as I'm speaking that, oh wait, I actually do have a trigger around fullness and feeling bloated because unconsciously it's linked to shame and fat and what we make that mean you can reassure yourself every time you've eaten and say things to yourself and this is what I used to say to myself I'd say things such as it's okay that you feel triggered and really uncomfortable right now be proud of the fact that you've just nourished yourself and your body with food And that will give you energy and it will help you to feel good physically, mentally and emotionally. 
my tummy is supposed to be full because there's food inside of it and it's okay and it's safe that my tummy is full. I love you. I legit used to say those things to myself. So when I say things like doing the work, this kind of thing is the work. So if you want to read that again, it's on my website, on my blog, which is where I've just read it from, which is what I wrote earlier. But those saying those kind, reassuring things to yourself can just help bring your stress response down so you can actually digest your food and just help you to feel safe and grounded, knowing that it's okay and normal to feel full and it's not a bad thing. And I just want to touch on the word nourishment nourishment doesn't only mean vegetables and quote healthy foods we need nourishment and satisfaction mentally and emotionally too that's why we have taste buds that's why chocolate was invented I'm sure our bodies don't need chocolate to feel good but I sure as hell know that my mental and emotional health would not be as good if chocolate wasn't wasn't around right and yes food freedom is also being okay without the chocolate it's being okay with without whatever and that's where I get all of my clients to food freedom doesn't just mean eating everything and anything forever if you want to it does because food freedom is being mentally free from the control and the power that food has over you. We don't control ourselves around food. That's the problem. When we try and do that, we simply take our power back from food. There's a lot of layers to this, but you're never in control. You just take your power back. The second you try and control, that's when we go wrong, right? And so there's a few other last things that I want to share with you that will help you to stop feeling fat. And one of them is hang around with people who are free and happy in their bodies and who aren't constantly talking about diets and how fat they are the whole freaking time that you're that you're with them. And that used to be me. I was either talking to my friends about what diet I was on, what diet I was going to go on, how much weight I'd put on, how much weight I'd lost, how bad I was, how good I was, blah, blah, blah. I even remember doing Slimming World because I've done every diet there ever is. And Slimming World, if I had to pick, is probably one of the, I don't even want to use the word best because that doesn't even go in the same sentence. It's one of the least restrictive diets, but I love the fact that just because it was quote, quote, free food and no sins, you would like force feed yourself. You didn't even like it. That was hilarious. And I also remember making a half a sin cake. Oh my God. It tasted like shit. But because it was half a sin, I could eat the whole frigging cake. So I did, right? So if you want to know more of my stories from past diets, I have a ton. I have so many. So please let me know if you find it amusing or helpful or whatever. I have so many. But hang around people who are not talking about diets in their bodies the whole time. Hang around people, which might be hard, but there are people out there, trust me. You've just got to find your people and they can find you that aren't talking about diets in their bodies the whole time. That will have a huge effect on your mental and emotional health for sure. We are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. And that isn't only just through modeling, like through the other people modeling their behaviors. It has to do with mirror neurons, which means like our neurons, like even you listening to this, the energy that I'm giving out whilst I'm recording this, and then the energy you'll receive from me when you listen or watch this back, you will be like vibing on the same level as I am to a certain extent because of the way mirror neurons 
work. So here, have some positive, loving energy. You're welcome. The second thing is spend some time doing mirror work. This, I'm not going to lie, was really challenging for me, but it absolutely helped. Get used to seeing your body daily, exposure therapy. Practice deep breathing in front of the mirror so you can see your tummy blow up with air. This was really hard for me. Notice any judgments or uncomfortable feelings when doing this and just be there for yourself with love. <sighs> A little bit of anxiety up in my body from remembering the first time I did this. It was so emotionally painful for me, but I did the work. This is the work, right? I did the work. I sat in front of the mirror and just let my tummy hang out and just blowed it up and just looked at it and then cried a little and was just there for myself with love and just reassuring myself through it all. And like, I noticed like now when I stand, and my tummy sticks out like now I'm like super bloated because I'm on my period and I've just eaten a delicious bagel with like shitloads of butter and so of course I've eaten therefore my tummy's full and my tummy's really bloated and I still have some old triggers that want to come up and be like oh my god it's not okay that my tummy's bloated it's okay like I'm holding I'm holding my stomach and this is brings me on to that my next my next point is to touch your body if you hate your stomach, spend time gently stroking it and being kind to it. Touch it as if you would touch a lover or a partner and the fact that you love them and their body without judgment. This can be really hard. I do it in the shower every morning. I just, I have one of those sponge body wash things, like the scrunchy things, and I wash myself with that, but I purposely make sure every single part of my body I feel with my own hands so I can really connect with my body and again that can be challenging sometimes and when I first started to do this it was really challenging because all of the triggers would come up like when I touch my tummy or the cellulite and I could feel the bumps I'd be like oh but then I would just like calm myself down and be there for myself and just allow myself to just be with myself and it is okay so this is why support around this is like really helpful and also necessary. But practice massaging yourself, stroking yourself, holding parts of your body that you find triggering. All of that is showing your body physically that you're showing it some love. And also it will help you to become more comfortable in the body that you have. And the last point that I want to share that will be helpful is when in doubt, focus out. If you're too much in your head, to do any of this work, that is okay. Don't beat yourself up for not being able to do that. That is okay. There's three different parts to our comfort zone. There's your comfort zone, there's the stretch zone, and then there's the panic zone. I don't want you going from your comfort zone to your panic zone because that's gonna cause more anxiety and more stress and just cause a trigger or a trauma response again. So I want you in your stretch zone. And if that's also not possible, that is okay. When in doubt, focus out. Go and do something for somebody else. Bake cookies for your friend. Walk your mum's dog. Like do something that will help someone. This will help you take your focus away from how fat you think you are to actually something more enjoyable and more important. And the last thing that I want to leave you with is this. What if feeling fat didn't even matter? that's something to leave you with. Just have a think about that. And if you wish to get to a place within yourself where feeling fat doesn't even matter, 
then reach out to me and I can show you how to live in food freedom and body love. It's a great place to be, I can tell you, because I'm in it and I teach and help and support many, many women to get to the same place on their own journey to the point where their bodies do not define them. They actually love the bodies that they're in. They're living in food freedom, aka they're not obsessed with food. They're not counting calories or macros. They eat what they want, when they want. This is possible for you too. There's a few ways you can work with me. I have group coaching. I have one-to-one coaching. I offer free up to two-hour consultations and I offer that with love so we can have a good chat to see if we're a good fit and to see what option is right for you. So feel free to reach out to me. I'm here for you anytime. And I'll see you next time. I hope this episode was everything you needed to hear today and more. If you love this podcast, then please screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram or Facebook stories and tag me at Victoria Kleinsman so I can share you with my audience and we can get my podcast out to more women that need it. Also, I'd be super duper grateful if you could rate and review this podcast as it really does help others to find it. Thank you so, so much in advance and I'll see you on the next one.